0: Signing up couldn't be easier. Just visit printondemandcast.com slash VIP and enter your email. Don't let another day of potential pass you by. Become a part of the VIP list, grab your annual design calendar, and let's dive into a year of inspired creating together. We'll see you on the other side.
1: Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Print on Demand Cast. As always, I'm Josiah, and as always, joining me is Travis Ross. Travis, how's things going, man? As we record, it is Monday, so tell me how mm-hmm. was your weekend going, and what is it—the calm before the storm? Because for us here about Four Apparel, uh, things are starting to get a little nuts, uh, and it's like this. What is the second? Is it the third week of November? I don't know what time it is anymore. It's all relative to me, but it's getting crazy. How about for you
0: guys? It's getting a little nuts. I was looking at all of our channels and, you know, ShipStation kind of houses all of our data for, you know, what we actually ship yeah. out. And just looking at that, just what we're actually shipping out is like up 35% over last year. Um, wow. And that's on our end. Uh, we also have, um, some, one of our, one of our biggest clients actually uses ship station and sends us all of his own labels and they're sure. up 30 to 40% too. And so all of that said and done, it really makes for a, you know, crazy time of year. It's great. Um, I did actually put a Facebook post up last week or late last week and said, Hey, if you want to work for a day or two and you're in the kind of area, like, hey, okay, come on in. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and to my so surprise, easy. like, all these people answered because I can't hire like a permanent staff member to save my sure. life. As a matter of fact, um if you listen to last week's epi- episode, it was, we also recorded that on a Monday and Tuesday we were start or our new DTG person was starting. Well, that didn't happen. <laughs> they That's emailed, right. they emailed uh probably around the same time we were actually recording and said that they had gotten another job and it paid way better and they would be crazy <laughs> to not take that position. Um, and so sorry, too bad for you. Um, so yeah. So we still don't have that DTG person. We did actually interview another person and we have another person that's supposed to be starting in a little bit, but they had to put a two weeks in. And so I'm, I'm really, really, really like, you remember last week I said, I've got a good feeling about this one. Yeah. Um I'm not going to be wrong anymore. Yeah. I... <laughs>
1: Can't trust your intuition, I suppose, is what you're trying Apparently to say. Apparently not in a, in a roundabout Apparently way. not.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, no, uh, it's it's um I, I was actually pretty pretty surprised how how busy it's gotten. I don't know why. Uh, I guess every year, you know, it's going to get busy, but then the immediacy or how soon it starts to get busy is like yeah. Shocking, almost like you're caught off guard. Like you think you have right. until December, and you just kind of forget about you know the the preamble to actual right. like December. So uh, we actually sent out uh, email to all of our clients to all of our partners saying, "Hey, this is our fifth Q4, and here's what we've learned to expect." Uh, really, in an attempt to manage expectations on their end, as far as like, hey, right. if you if your customers want something guaranteed by christmas the need mm-hmm. to order by this day and here's how you usp at usps is probably going to be delayed ups probably going to experience some delays this is what, we've, what mm-hmm. we've experienced here's how you can mitigate that here's how we'll help with that you know so on and so forth so um i'm trying to get out ahead of it a little bit i mean especially last year That's usps smart. was a disaster <laughs> <laughs> oh i know there's so many people and i don't I don't see a government agency being any better this year for some reason. I don't know why I have that inclination, but something inside of me says it's not going to be much better. So, uh, yeah, we're we're trying to kind of uh, do, for lack of a better term, damage control before damage is done. It's always right. easier to, to manage expectations on the front end as opposed to trying to do so on the back end. Because when you do it on the back end, it involves some groveling and, and eating crow at some point, inevitably. So, um, so yeah, man, we're uh, we're busy. And I also, I just tried to kind of upload a, a small video, but it didn't work for whatever reason. But you told me about this for the listener. Uh, mm-hmm. You told me about your DTG guy not working out at uh, William Oliver's, which is an awesome whiskey bar mm. that you and I <laughs> I frequented last, was it Thursday? I think it was last Thursday.
0: Yeah,
1: um, whiskey flights and what they say, like three to five thousand dollars of whiskey on the wall at any given time. Yeah, uh, had to have been has, more,
0: I think. Yeah, it was crazy. It yeah, has,
1: has nothing to do with print on demand, but it was a great time. It was fantastic, it was, I, I had a, a, a good time and great food as well. So, um, <laughs> lots of exciting things happening, man, getting into the, the thick of Q4. So, uh Let's talk about the Apple pod. (laughs) We have a new review. I'm literally reading the notes verbatim, professionalism, folks. uh, As I literally (laughs) am just looking at our show notes and reading them out loud. Uh, You know, learn from me. Do as I say, not as I do. Uh, But anyway... uh, we have a new review that we want to uh, kind of shout out. Someone left uh, a review on Apple Podcasts, asked, or, you know, listen to what we ask every week, and that's to leave a review. So we're going to go ahead and share the screen here and show you guys the review that we're talking about coming from our friend, Tim Helm. Tim, thank you so much mm-hmm. for sharing this review. It says, helpful and encouraging. Five stars, of course. Thank you, Tim. I feel that the guys do a great job covering many different aspects of print on demand. I have listened to all the episodes to date. Wow. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, yeah. You get a medal. That That is really <laughs> cool. Uh, you've listened to hours of Travis and I rambling and, and mm-hmm. very informative interviews uh, by professionals. Uh, so that's <laughs> awesome. Uh, anyway, continuing on, listening gave me the confidence to get started in my own POD journey if you wait until you have it all figured
0: out and it cuts off there. So yeah, you uh, cut but, it off there. I think, <laughs> did I, I think said said. yeah, I think, I think he said, if you wait until you have it all figured out, you'll never start. Um, oh, well, yeah. That makes a lot more sense, right? I'm doubling
1: mean, down on the professionalism, Tim. I apologize <laughs> for what I've done to your review and listen, everyone that leaves a review, we always say, reach out, uh, mm-hmm. and we'll get you a free PODCast shirt of your choice. And since you listen to every episode, Tim, I know you're hearing this. So go to <laughs> printondemandcast.com slash Facebook and let us know. Email us, info at printundermancast.com uh, Let us know what shirt you want and we'll give it to you for free. Uh, no one else has taken us up on that offer. I don't really know why, but you'd be the first to take us up on that particular offer. So uh, uh, reach out to us and we'd be happy. To yeah. oblige, but again, Tim, thank you so much, Travis. How does that? To me, it's always kind of, um, surprising that that people do take the time. It's kind of like you know appointment podcast content for for folks that listen to our show each and every week. And I always find that to be super humbling um, that people would take the yeah. time out of the day. What what say you in regards to hearing? You know that Tim has listened to every it's like sixty five episodes, every oh, episode to date.
0: Yeah. It, it does mean a lot. I think, you know, that's awesome that he's listened to us, but I think the cooler thing, at least in my mind is that that whole, like him actually listening to us, got him kind of off the As couch, resulted. if you will, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and, and now he's, he's in the game, you know, which is yeah. so freaking cool and good job, Tim. And if yeah. you're still on the couch, so to speak, or sitting, you know, in the bleachers, get on the field, you know, like Tim yeah. did. And um, I, I I do feel like, you know, we try to give enough information that people can take it and at least, you know, list yes. something somewhere. Last week's episode was <laughs> all of that. You know, it was like, how did, yeah. how do you do it? Um So, yeah, yeah it, it does mean a lot. And I uh, appreciate you, Tim. Appreciate everybody who's listening um and continues to listen to us ramble
1: Yes, <laughs> each and every yes. week. Exactly. Thank you guys so much. And like Travis said, and like Tim said, you know, if you wait to get started. You never will. And the reward, the prize is much like EA Sports would say, in the game. So, go get in the game and uh, join the adventure that is uh, the print-on-demand industry. So, uh, thanks again, Tim. And with that, we will transition to the favorite segment of Mm -hmm. all time.
0: The (laughs) Weekly Dad Joke. Time for the Weekly Dad Joke. So,
1: Travis, you know I have two shits, right? Two Mm -hmm. Watch your mouth. Some people talk smack and say that they're not real dogs. And to you, Mm -hmm. I say, uh, to quote my friend Travis, shoot your mouth." Uh, (laughs) They're like my children because I don't have Mm -hmm. actual children yet. So, anyway, I have two Shih Tzus, Mm -hmm. and uh, I took them out to play. And you know, the other day, I threw a ball for my dog. Nice. Yeah, I got to tell you, he looks great in the (laughs) talks. And that's this week's weekly dad joke. You know that you'll use it around the water cooler at work tomorrow and you'll throw it out at the party of your choice, maybe perhaps an actual ball. Let us know how it goes. We look forward to it. And your- take a picture cuz we want
0: to see your dog in a tux.
1: Yeah, actually that that that's true. I do want to see your that's a, I don't care what breed of dog it is. Yes. It's it's adorable to have a dog in a tux. So <laughs> posted in the group <laughs> Uh my, my entertainment standards have lowered significantly since uh, <laughs> quarantine last year just whatever makes me happy is what I'll watch uh, alright so moving into uh, the next segment which is a segment commonly referred to as the point of interest this is Uncle Mike this is Aunt Jackie and you're listening to the Point of Interest So Travis, last week we recorded and recorded a a separate uh, point of interest and then you the next day sent me a picture of something and you were like, how was this not our point of interest yesterday? So it's been on the shelf. We refrigerated that thing so it wouldn't go bad.
0: We're whipping (laughs) it out now
1: and we're having them leftovers uh, of point of interest pie. So Travis, tell us What is it that you found out last week that was of interest
0: to you and would be of interest to those that listen to this podcast? So I don't know how I missed it, but, um, I actually received the, an email like a week before we recorded or the previous week we recorded our last Monday. And then the previous week I received an email, actually two emails, um, one from the CEO of SS Activewear and one from the CEO of TSC apparel. Mm -hmm. And, um, Uh, I'll just, I have it right here. DSC one said, we're excited to announce that SNS active has signed a definitive agreement to acquire a leading distributor of imprintable apparel and accessories, TSC apparel. Wow. Which is nuts. Cause um, I mean, if you're, maybe you don't know all of the ins and outs of the different kind of apparel players, if you will, but uh, you've got SS active SNS Activeware, wear, yep. um alpha broder, and TSC. I mean, there are right. a few more and, and, you know, if you they're, have they're somebody like, that you like, yeah. Yeah. If you have somebody else that you like, please let us know. Cause you know, we're always looking for new applied, but those are kind of the yes. big four, if you will. And so, um, I mean, it's kind of, it would kind of be like, I don't know if this was, is as big of a deal. Like if Amazon acquired, like Uh, Sears or something, you know, like another, well, or something like that. Or Dillard's, uh, I don't know. Yeah. You get the idea or, or Albertson's acquired Kroger or something like that. It would be
1: like if, you know, I don't know. I just got done watching the Sopranos. So it it is, (laughs) it is what it is. I've been watching a lot of mob related issues, but (laughs) it's like there's four families. And if the Corleones absorbed their rival family and they became a bigger, uh mm-hmm. Mafia syndicate for everybody mm-hmm. to enjoy the benefits of yeah the fruits of their labors so um bad impression aside it's it's really big <laughs> news uh to hear that those two um companies or the s n s has kind of absorbed or acquired t s c so the question to me and i i have a vested interest and as do you travis because yeah TSC, one of their warehouses, is actually in Denver, right? Mm-hmm. And so for us, local to Colorado, that means that if it's in stock in Denver, and I place an order for something by five thirty Mountain Standard Time, I will have it the next day. So forecasting right. out, um, you know, stock and inventory levels, or if there's a pinch and we need to get something. I the odds are I can probably have it next day. So yeah. what what I'm hoping doesn't happen is that they just kind of get rid of the existing warehouses. I actually right. have some images here. So this one right here is actually this is SNS's locations right now. Mm-hmm. SNS ActiveWare, the locations yep. that they have up. <laughs> so you, you can see here. Uh I'm trying to pull up a larger version of it. Or maybe we'll just go here.
0: We actually order a lot from. Uh, SNS. SNS. And yeah. And Olathe, Kansas, which is just outside of Kansas City, Kansas. Uh, It's pretty close to us here in the Denver area. And usually yeah. we can get that in a day, but sometimes it's two days. Um, yeah. You know, kind of just depends. But uh, I mean, we have used SNS ActiveWare, but it is going to be sad if they close all of those TSC warehouses. Right. Um, I don't think they'll close them all, but, you know, if, there, there they, might they be some. Close some. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because this is what TSC has right now. And so you can see uh, if they were to just kind of merge, they would have incredible coverage. But you do look like yeah. at the ones like in Denver and the one, like you said, in Olathe, do mm-hmm. ones so close together make yeah. sense. You know have what a mean? Dallas
0: and a Houston. you yeah. have a Moreno Valley. And then what's the SNS one? I forget. But, I mean, it's another California right. one. Um, right. Yeah. So there's definitely some crossover there that um they may want to unfortunately kind of clean up you know yeah. which is, yeah. is is frankly it's in my opinion it's bad news for us the other the other big question i think is what about tsc's kind of uh in-house brand the private uh, label for lack of a better yeah, term, right like Toltex yeah. and mno and mm-hmm. and uh yeah elo, you know. but elo already kind of they already kind of got rid of that one
1: yeah they they became they became Toltec's premium so right. Um, all the ELO stuff, like those hoodies, and like the French Terry hoodies, which are really nice, all became a um, uh, Toltec Premium 583, if anyone cares about part numbers. I don't know why I like <laughs> to brag that I know all this information that is arbitrary to any other walk of life. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, it will be interesting to see what happens. You know, I think um, in, at least in the screenshot that you shared with me, they specifically made a point to highlight the fact that they would be absorbing TSC or sorry, yeah. uh, Toltex, and MNO. So maybe that's kind of something mm. they're going to want to keep because it's something that they highlighted. Uh, I, I would think that they wouldn't yeah. bring attention to that if they were if they were uh, determined to kind of get rid of that line. Right. Uh, but Toltex is it, you know when we first started, we ordered a lot of Toltex stuff. Right. Uh, up until a month ago, we probably we printed exclusively on Toltex hoodies. Um, mm-hmm. And so we found a brand that that prints a, a little better, in my opinion. So which um, brand but, is that? So it's it's uh, just hoods. It's oh, a okay. and it's it's carried by TSC. So hopefully SNS doesn't do away with those. It's JWD mm-hmm. or sorry, AWD. All we do is hoods. Uh, and I can it's like JHA093 is a part number. But man, I'll tell you what, mm-hmm. they're the most vibrant hoodies hmm. that I've seen print uh cause, Gildan, uh, cause Gildan, um, this might turn into an apparel rants, little subsection here, but yeah. the Gildan hoodies are awful. Especially the yeah. black hoodies are terrible to print on. Like there's
0: so are not a lot of do. hoodies from uh, district hoodies from San Mar, the same thing. They're just okay. not good. I remember we were printing on those and then we, we had gotten some Toltecs and we were like, Holy crap. These Toltecs hoodies, hoodies are so much better. Yeah. Um, recently the other hoodie we've been doing really well for, and yes, this is has definitely become an apparel rants segment is the independent hoodie from SNS, um, which kind of brings us back full circle. I'm wondering if independent, which is kind of a private label SNS brand, kind of takes out Toltex, so to speak. You know, I just don't know. We'll we'll have to wait and see. I mean, with something that's this big as far as like a merger goes or a or a, a buyout, if you will, um, it's going to take a lot a lot of time for all of right. the. Us to settle and every you know all of the details to kind of be finalized as far as I sure. mean they've put it in sure. the paper, but it's just going to take time for that to filter down to the masses and and actually affect us um you know are they going to get rid of tsc's website at some point where they're going to give us a heck of a lot of warning before they do that so yeah we're that's probably what talking i was just 2022 before we know really yeah, where this is going to go yeah
1: and i, I was just going to say i think uh it would be terrible timing for them, for them to <laughs> do this in q4 and just kind of like do away with with everything right. you know um uh real quick uh, just as a side note to you travis uh just to encourage you to try this particular brand, I'm going to show you. This is the AWD. All we do is hoods. I was so off on the part number, but that's not what matters. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a fantastic hoodie. If anyone's out there looking for something that prints really well, hoodie wise, these are the best that I have found to date. So nice. uh, give them a shot. And TSC has them, and the stock is a plenty. I just ordered uh, enough hoodies to clothe probably a small army, uh, because <laughs> <laughs> some of our clients are moving them. So incredibly fast. So uh, anyway, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. And I'm sure that if something crucially detrimental happens uh, with this merger, you will hear Travis and I talk about it because yep, sure. if, if it affects uh, lead times and inventory and stuff, yeah, we're we're going to talk about it. You already know that. So uh, keep an ear to the ground and uh, keep your ear tuned to the POD cast. And we'll let you know as things progress, what that merger looks like. So, I think that's it for this week's Point of Interest. So, Travis, we're going to talk about uh, a subject. We've kind of touched on this marketing. Chris Grant was on. He's kind of a marketing mm-hmm. guru. And actually, this whole uh, topic was kind of inspired by something that you received from him uh, before we mm-hmm. pressed record, which kind of caused us to, to kind of pivot uh, the focus of this episode entirely uh, after receiving that. So, with that being said, we're going to go to this week's main event. Hey hey hey! It's time for the main event. Travis, we're gonna talk about P. Not just one <laughs> P. Not just one P, my friend. But five, <laughs> five Ps. Five. P's. are uh, five Ps of marketing, and uh, just a quick overview of all five before we dig into the specifics. Mm-hmm. There's product. There's price. There's promotion. There's place. And There's people. So
0: thank you go- for tuning in to the uh podcast, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Maybe yes, not so fast. Yeah.
1: Yeah, thank you. Yeah. We can count to five, and we have five P's. And it's in- what we need you to do is go do your homework, find out about them, what they all mean, post it in the Facebook group, and then we'll we'll you know indulge in the five P's the next episode after you do all the work.
0: Uh that's
1: what we're looking for you all to do. Um uh, but seriously, let's go back to the top, Travis, product. Why don't you kind of take us through, uh, you know, the first subsection or the first point. Yeah. Point 1A in, in the first P of marketing.
0: Yeah. So this whole idea is um, is probably, it's. I'm sure if you have a marketing background in any way, shape, or form, you went to school and had a marketing class, you probably talked about the five Ps, the whole marketing mix Uh, the five P's of marketing. And so when you're talking about product, one of the first things you're going to talk about is like, what is the functionality of the product? What's it going to actually do um, for your customer? And so each one of these like segments in product are going to then inform like the next one and all it's, it's kind of like you could really do a spider web with all of these. So each one of these that we're going to share with you has kind of five sub points and you could literally, you know, one B could inform four C, you know what I mean? And and just sure. crisscrossing and going back and forth and all of these things really do play together. So the first thing you want to, you know, do when you're talking about your product, uh, what is the functionality? What is it gonna do? I mean, for us, print on demand, um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna either drink out of it or I'm gonna put it on, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's that's or I'm gonna hang it on a wall or something, you know. I mean, there's a there's a limited number of functionalities for a print on demand product. Um sure. and so but again, we're talking about just marketing in general, and so obviously the five P's are going to have a uh, a much broader scope than just print on demand. We're just going to try yeah. to nail it down for print on demand. But go ahead, Josiah. Why don't you share one or two more of the uh, the product sub uh, points? Yeah, there.
1: yeah. So the the next one would be appearance. Of course, you know the look of the product has a look, and this this mm-hmm. touches on something that we kind of harped on last week when we talked about the step-by-step process of making uh, you know, a, an e-commerce store and that's mock-ups, right? What mm-hmm. is what is it, What is the appearance you're trying to give it to the customer? Is it uh, you want a high-end look? What does that look like? It all kind of hinges on the mock-up and then letting them know that it's a, a high-quality garment. And it all... I mean, it, it, you live and die on how your product comes across, right. whether that's oh. in person... Uh, whether it's online, that that's kind of the linchpin that is how people decide what it looks like, whether it's a shirt, a mug, a sign, uh, a flask, whatever that looks like. Uh, you mm-hmm. want to definitely put your best foot forward when you're presenting it and how it appears and how it looks to the right. end user. kind um,
0: That kind of goes right with another one of them, quality. Um, yes. you know, what, what kind of quality is this? So mock-up is one thing. How does it appear when you're going to actually market it? How does it appear? But then right. actually when the customer gets it into their hand, that's not, that's not, not marketing <laughs> Sure. <laughs> because of sure. the word of mouth thing really does yeah, come into play They're going to, they're going
1: to they're gonna spread the word one way or the other, yeah. and you need to make sure in that same vein, uh, you know. Kind of a way of, of almost managing expectations, but on your listing, you need to let the customer know exactly what it is yep. they will be getting. Do not post something uh, and and sell the fact that it's high quality if you're in fact send, sending a Guild in 2000, you know, and not letting right. them know that, hey, you're going to get a six ounce shirt and it's going to be really heavy. And, you know, you need to make sure that the description of the product <laughs> matches what you're sending them because then mm-hmm. otherwise the marketing is going to turn against you and they're going, right. and the customers will let you know yeah uh, and I know I know for me, when I'm looking at a product, especially something that I've never purchased before, I'm trying to figure out what I want. I always go to reviews of the yeah. customers that have purchased it. So mm-hmm. keep in mind that this isn't just like, well, if if it looks a little different than what it what they end up getting, it's not going to be a big deal. No, everyone has the ability to voice their opinion. We have a podcast, okay? <laughs> everyone has the opinion has the ability to put their insight or whatever they mm-hmm. feel out there. So remember, yeah. It, it's crucial, right? Um, and and part of that appearance too, quality would also be packaging, right? How right. do you want it to look? Are you good with just sending it in a nondescript poly bag? Are you mm-hmm. wanting custom branded mm-hmm. packaging? Uh, what's the? I, I know um, for me, when I order anything that's glassware, the packaging is is super. If, if it comes really well packed and really well protected it's always impressive to me so what, what do you want that to be and there's going to be costs associated with that of course uh you know the more involved you get but mm-hmm. packaging definitely also rolls into the presentation the appearance and the perceived quality of the item that you're getting uh, i think yeah. if you to re- if you were to receive something from a client or from, from someone that you follow and you got it in the poly bag had their logo and it was branded as opposed to just a plain poly bag that's perceived value uh and it ups it ups the quality of the product in the customer's mind because of the presentation that you paired it with sure um, which i think is huge as well so travis there's one more sub point and then of course if you have any other thoughts on on quality or packaging you can of course uh, add those as well but uh, there's uh, there's one more
0: yeah um I'll get to that one more. I mean, I have a friend who did a lot of private label products and I remember one yeah. time he was talking about how he took a very simple product and all he did was his packaging. He made, he basically just did a a black matte box. And then when mm. you opened it, there was some white lettering on the inside yeah. of the top box yeah. and it just, and it looked so sharp. And then he had like, um, whatever the product was he had like a, a cut out of the the black foam cut out so yeah. it laid in yeah. there really nice and then the white lettering and all of that I, mean, I think maybe it was silver lettering or gold lettering or something like that so when they opened it up it was like oh my gosh this is really worth a lot but his packaging only cost him like an extra dollar dollar and a half than sure what he was doing prior and he was able to like raise his price like 15 20 bucks because yeah. all of a sudden now it's a it's a luxury product just because yep. of the packaging so don't sleep on yep. that packaging obviously totally. there are different viewpoints on the or not necessarily well there are different viewpoints but there are also different strategies if you're just trying to mm-hmm. get a bunch of stuff out the door there ain't no sure. nothing wrong with a poly bag you know yeah um yep or, a, or and some a and some platforms box. don't even necessarily call for that like if it's
1: amazon you know or walmart mm-hmm. or, or something like that uh yeah, having a really. package but but that the the place that the i think that one platform to me that it presents the opportunity for that kind of custom branding is like an Etsy shop right to mm-hmm. go with the the on-brand look of the shop right. or the aesthetic and and providing that and, and one of our or clients, your own store yeah or your own store like a Shopify yeah. like we have a client uh he sends we send all of his stuff in regular poly bags but he has a lot of well known um you know, celebrity friends of his, UFC fighters, whoever. So in those instances, he, I created a box for him, a black box with his logo on top and you open it and there's a flag with his logo in the corner and then writing that says, you know, thank you for your friendship. It's like a VIP box basically. Mm -hmm. So whenever he wants to make a better impression on someone that he knows has the ability to hop on their Instagram and blast this stuff out, that's what the branded box are reserved for. And it does definitely up the perception of the product.
0: You know what I mean? So anyway... Uh, go ahead, yeah. Travis. Oh, and then the last one is just warranty. And, um, yeah. and this is, you know, specifically for the product you can, a lot of people will use warranty. I, I, again, I don't know how it translates into print on demand, but people can use warranty to sure. collect emails. So, I mean, there's that you can use it to then remarket to these people who have bought your product. Um, yeah. and it's also, it also shows that you have confidence that people are going to, Get good use out of and, you know, out of your product. And they're going to actually be able to use it for a long time because you're saying, you know, you're putting your money where your mouth is, you know, in with a warranty. So, so those are the five product things. So you got functionality, appearance, warranty, quality, and packaging. Um, And we could probably throw a link to this little uh, chart that we're using. Oh, sure. um, Yeah. You know, in the show notes, it's, 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 uh, it's pretty, it's pretty helpful, I think. You know, so you don't have to necessarily yeah. take notes or crash your car if you're, you know, driving when you're trying to like <laughs> dial, put it, put the notes on your phone or something. Uh, so yeah. this, the second P of um, of marketing is going to be price. So once you've decided on your product, you know what it is. You you know the functionality. You know you decided we're going to go really high quality. You know it's going to be. Beautiful mock-ups and right. um, we're going to use excellent packaging. Well, then that's going to inform your price. So sure, you, sure. If, if the first thing is obviously the selling price, that's the first kind of sub point of this category. Um yeah. be, and all of those things that we just talked about. Plus, some of the things that we may talk about later are going to inform that price, uh, that yeah. that selling price. But there's also other things that you should be considering when you're deciding on that price, right, Josiah? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, something like uh, discounts,
1: discounted pricing, uh, sales. You know, it's always a huge thing. Use use discount code. You know, whatever for twenty percent off your purchase. Or if you're willing to do like a loss leader scenario, where you know you're going to lose a little bit on the product that you're that you're using to get them to your site or in the mm-hmm. door, for lack of a better term, and knowing that there's going to be other products that will catch their attention that's also listed on that site. So there's lots of of marketing things you can do with. Price, uh, knowing that you might make a little less, but you'll also possibly either increase your volume or get other purchases added on to that one thing that people are buying. Because hey, it's so inexpensive that I can also afford that mug, or I can also afford that hat, or you know Mm -hmm. whatever that looks like. Um, And so that's another thing to to keep in mind because because doing that is is definitely a great marketing tool.
0: Yeah, and I would also say make sure when you're pricing your selling price that you have enough margin that you can do discounts you can do sales sure. um yep. you know don't just go bottom dollar and then all of a sudden <laughs> you you know go you have lose money yeah, yeah you, you have limited options at that point so make sure you price your pri- your products at a place where you can run a sale occasionally yeah. and still not you know go bankrupt
1: <laughs> you know i i think after working in well I, you know, I worked in retail sales for like 5 or 6 years Uh, Back when I lived in Wyoming and then getting involved in the e-commerce space only bolstered this opinion of mine. And it is that, you know, previous to those years, Black Friday was really exciting because everything was so cheap and everything was so much on sale. And then when you're in the belly of the beast, for lack of a better term, you grow to understand that the reason these people can take such astronomically large percentages off of their product is because they've been marked up that astronomically large percentage (laughs) in the first place. And really, every other day of the year, you're paying a lot of money for something that doesn't cost them that much. But Black Friday, they make you feel endeared and special because you can get... All of this, it's 60% off. And you're thinking, how in the hell could they ever make money? At 60% off a flat screen TV. My friends, it's because they probably marked it up 80 in the first place. So they're probably still <laughs> <laughs> making 20%. Uh, just some topical, uh, you know, opinions since we're heading into that, you know, season, which Black Friday now is just like happening. I was in the mall the other day. I went to Flatirons for the first time in forever. And people mm-hmm. were like, Black Friday sale. And it's not even, it's its yeah. like the second week of November. It's just ridiculous. Anyway, um, so yeah. yeah, that's my, that's my thought about discounts, but th- that goes into the fact that Travis is saying, make sure that you have enough to, to compensate for or enough margin to make sure that you can offer, you know, maybe it's not 60% off or whatever, but that 25% off discount mm-hmm. on, you know, on the initial sale for them just to get them, you know, get their email a 20, 20, 25% off for them just to yeah. just for you to capture their email is huge because then you can resell the right. other products that come through. Right. So um, it's just, it's just an uh, investment in marketing, it's marketing budget. So another thing, mm-hmm. Travis, is uh, payment arrangements, uh, mm-hmm. which is like, how do you collect payment? Right. If it's, mm-hmm. if it's Etsy, of course, you know, Amazon, the payment portal part of things is, is typically taken care of on your behalf because right. mm-hmm. they check out through the platform. But if you have your own store, You can have Stripe, um, Mm -hmm. you can connect to PayPal, and PayPal is now also allowing Venmo account payments through that Mm -hmm. on websites as well. Um, So how do you want to take payments? Understanding that some payment providers also take a small percentage uh, of a transaction, Right.
0: right? Yeah, yeah. Which obviously comes back to pricing, and there's there's a new one. Uh, You might know this because uh, your wife has done really well on Etsy. But it's uh, is it Cezil or Zezil or something like that that people can Mm -hmm. they can actually buy. I I don't know much about it. I just remember seeing it, and it looks it's something where they can make payments on it. You know, over time, Mm -hmm. it's a new whole payment. You know, so there's a lot of different payment arrangements you can make with your customers. QVC comes to Etsy. (laughs) yes exactly that's exactly what it is that's really funny um you know the other and then so so beyond that you know uh kind of in that same vein um you know credit terms like if you're working with uh like like for me right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah we're doing local stuff i have a lot of clients Mm -hmm. that use us to to fulfill and then um usually we we run Or we send invoices at the end of the month, so they have kind of that thirty days. If they sell something on the first, they're really not paying for it. So you know that's a benefit for them for cash flow purposes. It's actually a detriment for us (laughs) to be (laughs) to be one hundred percent honest. Yeah, but um, but you need to think through that as well. And then of course you mentioned Josiah when we talked about price matching services. And we were like, well, how does that work? Like on an Amazon or whatever with a print on demand? No, no one better have my design on another coffee mug or I'm going to (laughs) be pissed.
1: (laughs) Presents a whole, yeah, I'll, I'll price match, but I'm going to be pissed because there's something else happened. There's a bigger issue here. So I have some investigation to do.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But you know, um, if you have a different product or you're selling a service, you know, like, uh, you know, like you and I, going to one print on demand supplier versus another print on demand there may be some price matching that you can do hey i can get this coffee mug mm. or this t-shirt or this hoodie fulfilled by this other company for this price and what will you do right. and you know right. and and your your answer may be go pound rocks and that's fine <laughs> yeah, but you sure. again we're just presenting the information so you can make you these decisions it. yeah yeah you have yeah. to
1: know that it's that's going to happen when you when you're working with with um, when you're providing when you're providing a print on demand service for people And you can't fault them, right? I mean, that's what everyone's been taught to do is negotiate and leverage. And like Travis said, the the right answer might be, you know, hey, this ain't gonna work. Kick rocks. We'll see you later. Whatever. Um, It kind of all depends on where you're at. I know, you know, first starting out, you have this uh, insatiable desire to never say no, and you're like, no, I'll take it. I'll match it because I need the business and I need you to come back and I need to get that loyalty built in, you know. But again, it's like. It's not healthy in the
0: long run. It really isn't.
1: No, no, because I think what, and it was you or someone else I was talking to. I was like, what what you do to get the customer in the door is what you will do to have to keep them there. So, so Mm -hmm. you kind of have to like, uh, understand the risk of like, well, hey, last time you matched that guy's Mm -hmm. price, and I've you know, I've been with you for three years, and that whole three years, you've been just hemorrhaging money on that specific account. So, it it, yeah. it you it is it is it is a balance, right? So, the right answer might be no. Um, the answer, right answer might be yes. It just depends on where you're at in right. that time. And I think, um, and Travis, you did talk about about credit terms, which is mm-hmm. um, like you said, a benefit to to the to your customer. Uh, maybe not to you necessarily because you're that leaves you holding the bag until they pay that invoice off in 30 days. You're still holding which which is really benevolent, I think, for pod providers to do that because they're yeah. already holding all of the risk, right? Yeah. You're already true. holding all of that inventory in that space container on your property uh, that you ordered <laughs> in bulk for Q4. And uh, you're you're already you're already on the hook for that. There's nothing that's going to allow you to get off of the hook for that. And you're and then allowing you know your customers to have 30 days to pay it off is beneficial for them, and it is kind of also a customer service type thing. But we can get into that later. Like a cool service you're providing. So we'll get into that later. Okay. So mm-hmm. moving on, we've done uh, two Ps. We've done PP. Now it's time for PPP. <laughs> the third P is promotion, and uh, the first sub like mm-hmm. promotion. Point A is sponsorships. So, Travis, uh, you were talking to me a little bit about like you—you know—we're going through this, you know, before press recording. Like, well, that's like if you were to buy shirts or provide shirts for your kid's soccer team. So, kind of explain how sponsorships yeah. ties into that whole idea.
0: Yeah. I mean, when we talk about promotion, just in general, that's kind of what we think of when we think of marketing, we think, well, how, you know, what are the different promotional ways we can do this stuff, you know? So sponsorships would just be that it'd be like literally um, using a, an opportunity to invest. um, It's almost like it'd be like advertising be like, you know, um, sponsoring the printing of, all of the menus at your local Mexican restaurant. So you can have you sure. know, a little spot on the back of the Mexican restaurant, or, you know, maybe they use yeah. paper or whatever placemats yeah. and you have a little spot there and it says, you know, make your mark design or what for apparel or whatever, you know, right. to, to market your particular service. And you have sponsored that company to get that thing done. Or like you yeah. mentioned, could be, Sticking your logo on the back of their, um, you know, their jersey. I mean, if you, I'm a right. huge Premier League uh, soccer fan um, right. in England, and every single one of those jerseys, if you look at any, you know, jersey in the Premier League, they all have, you know, big, big promotional things right there yeah. in the middle of their of their jerseys, and so, and that's basically sponsorships. So, I think we all know what sponsorships are, but I yeah. think the idea is to maybe how can we use that? How can we use that particular P or sub P to actually (laughs) move our business forward, um, you know, in, in a, in a, in a good way.
1: Yeah. I think, and you know, the sponsorships can kind of tie into the next one, which is, which is advertising because really Mm -hmm. they're very, they can be very commingled. Right. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think it was Chris, no, it wasn't Chris green. Um, Nick Eden in his episode Mm. was talking about the fact that he paired with a, you know, his local pizza guy. He gets pizza there all the time and he did the flyers for the pizza boxes, or he did, you know, actual pizza boxes that he had a, his logo and a QR code to get a free shirt, you know, free, you know, whatever that whole thing. So it's it's an interesting, you know, sponsorship. A lot of the times you do think NASCAR, you do think, you know, premier league soccer, just logos plastered everywhere for on everything. Um, but, sponsorship and advertising are pretty closely related. Now, advertising in the sense of on one of the big platforms like Amazon and Etsy and Walmart mm-hmm. is a little bit different because then you're trying to direct traffic to your listing to your uh, through sponsored mm-hmm. ads and keywords and, and and that whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. And so yeah, one of the,
0: yeah. go ahead. I was going say one of the things that um, sparked this whole in- episode and you mentioned it when we were talking about uh, talking about, going into the main event earlier was yeah. a, a, an idea I got from Chris Grant. He sent me a thing. Do you have that actually? I that uh, You can pull that up. So this is a, for those of you who are listening, this is an a actual uh, postcard that Chris got in the mail. And it's a picture of a hoodie, a t-shirt, a pint glass, and a hat. Um, it says, and the, the text says, it's a Grant thing you wouldn't understand. And it's a cute little graphic um, that they have, you know, engraved on the pint glass, embroidered on the hat and DTG printed on the hoodie and the t-shirt. And then it says order early for Christmas, Wednesday, December 8th, all orders must be received by then. And then they have a, a a link basically that you would type in, or they have a phone number on this. Um, but I thought, man, what an incredible idea. Um, to, to get a list, you know, a massive list of mailing addresses, which you can buy, you can find places that will sell you uh, mailing addresses and then just sort it by, you know, some of the most popular last names. Grant is a very popular last name, Jones, Smith, you know, or whatever, and just do an actual physical, um, you know, advertising blast, uh, you know, with snail mail. I mean, that, that was just, that's like, that's really amazing. You used to actually be able to do that on Facebook. Uh, you could actually target people based on their last names, but people obviously mm-hmm. no, got freaked right. out and and yeah. uh, it doesn't work anymore. So this particular marketer that sent Chris this um is just going old school. He's basically doing the Facebook trick with yeah. old school, you know, yeah. techniques. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. And it's very unique. I I you know, that's that's an idea that I mean, whoever did that is probably going to have some success because I've seen those shirts everywhere, and I've seen people buy things with the, I mean, the last name on them. It's you know, proud, yeah. of your last name, proud of your identity, your heritage, whatever. So, um, yeah, that, that makes total sense, and that is what kind of was the impetus behind us kind of going this direction for this week's main event. Uh, right. The next, the next part of promotion is public relation activities. We talked about you know. What does that look like? Well, it means getting out in your community, being involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, I think providing the shirts for your kids' soccer league, just with your logo, sure. But being involved in that, being, you know, charitable, you know, church activities, chamber of commerce, city stuff, just getting your mm-hmm. name out there as someone that provides a service and is supporting your local business or your local community. Right. Uh, goes a long way as well. And and as far as promoting yourself.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then um, I think the next one uh, I think you would think it's just kind of a basic idea because the the next point is just what is your message? What is your message that you're using to promote? But I think where we um, where we need a mind shift, um, if you will, is uh, when we're thinking about our actual messaging, when we're actually giving out, you know, we're creating our advertising copy or our, yeah. you know, our pitch or whatever it is, our website copy, the message that we use can't be about us. It has to be about the customer. And, um, right. there's a, uh, uh, Donald Miller does a, uh, an incredible, he has a, a whole brand called story brand. And their yep. whole thing is basically taking the messaging part of, um, of advertising if you will or marketing if, if you will at, and breaking it down into the sto- into a story and where where you're making the customer the hero of the story right. and you right. are like a guide to the hero bringing him through some type of you know decision or or you know horrible conflict or something well oh my god I yeah. won't be able to wear a shirt you know <laughs> or whatever that conflict is <laughs> and then you are guiding him to find the answer to to his or her problem. Yeah. Um, so you're kind of like Yoda. Okay. But they're Luke yep. Skywalker. You are not Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And they have to defeat, they have mm-hmm. to figure out the way to defeat Darth Vader. Not right. you. Yeah, You know what I mean? And and I think that is very, really, uh, we, we will actually, we should have Luke on to talk about story brand sometime, Josiah, that would be a lot of fun. Oh yeah.
1: That'd be great. Not Luke Skywalker though, by the way, it's a different <laughs> Luke.
0: Different Luke, different yes.
1: It <laughs> was just very, very seamless. Like you know, L- we, should, we yeah. should call Luke. We have him in our back pocket. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, a mutual friend of ours, Luke, who who is who is actually certified in in the story brand kind of yeah. uh, methodology of things. And it is is very very again, Travis, like you said, seems very mundane, seems very simple. Like yeah, of course. But the way they go about it and unpack it is super super. Uh, beneficial and kind of repackages like you said a paradigm shift uh when it comes to that uh so then the last one on that is media and you know Mm -hmm. we talk of course there's social media and there's there's stuff Mm -hmm. like that you can you can tell a compelling you can tell a compelling story on on social media um Mm -hmm. and you can you can paint that especially if it's kind of cause-driven um and why Mm -hmm. why this would be beneficial to uh, you know, a charity because in, in that instance or a good cause and that the customer is the hero because they are the ones that are going to be helping the people in need or the, the charity and it's going to help them kind of, you know, be the hero of that story. Um, but you mentioned, Travis, another aspect of media in the local aspect of things. I did.
0: I don't remember what I what I said. No, okay, okay. I'm a genius. I just have a bad memory as a genius.
1: Forty seven seconds and forty seven minutes and thirty seconds. We're gonna just cut that out, and then we're (laughs) (laughs) gonna. No, we had talked about, or you had talked about the idea of getting local media writing into your newspaper, writing into your.
0: I'm a genius, right? (laughs) Yes.
1: See, you just need. A Yoda to guide you back to your
0: genius. (laughs) Genius, you are. (laughs) Well, thank you, Yoda. (laughs) I mean, that is that—that's actually. I do remember talking about that. And I mean, it's, it's very simple. When was the last time, you know, you, you sent an email to your, you know, somebody at your local newspaper and said, Hey, check this out. We just sponsored the local kids team. Uh, We're a print on demand company and we just bought them all shirts. And it's just really cool. You know how we're so amazing and awesome and supporting this thing. You know, I mean, that could turn into a story um, that then gets you more business. So there's, there's a lot to the media. It doesn't have to be, you know, you're paying for, you know, sure. tens of thousands of dollars worth of commercials and, you know, yeah. all of that stuff. It it can literally be free. You could, I mean, you have a news station, you have several news stations in your town uh, yeah. that are doing, that are looking for feel good stories. Um, because we all know the news can just bring us all down. They're looking for feel good stories too. And so, um, you know, when you do one of these other things, you do a sponsorship or some type of public relation activity, um, you know, take the, take the, take a minute and figure out who you could potentially pitch that to as something that they could use in their media uh, locally that could increase your sales. So there you go. That's a, that's a golden nugget that you reminded me of Josiah. That's really good. Yes.
1: Yeah. So, uh, moving on to the fourth P place, uh, of course, locally, what does that look like? Are you setting up at markets? Are you, do you have mm-hmm. a, a retail storefront, a brick-and-mortar store? Are you uh, a traveling uh, gig yep. where you're going you know, to and fro, providing custom um, mm-hmm. T-shirts or, or shirts for sale? Uh, on the e-commerce side, is it Amazon? Is it Walmart? Is it Etsy? Yep. Is it Wayfair? Is it all of the above? Where are you going to be selling your product? Um, and because that will be uh, an important decision as well once you've kind of decided the product, the place, and the promotion. We need to figure out a way or where you're going to point these people when you're promoting uh, mm-hmm. the product for the price that you're wanting to sell it. And there you go. Tie all the piece together. So um, <laughs> so yeah, distribution channels. And then, of course, logistics. Travis, talk a little bit about logistics and what that might look like on you know both sides mm-hmm. of e-commerce and the local side.
0: Yeah. I think, uh, logistics, you know, for us, most of it's ship station, you know, it's like they buy it on Amazon or a Shopify store and we ship it to them via ShipStation. However, sure. there are, um, you know, a lot of local clients that we work with, do they, you know, do we need to ship that to them or do they just want to come by um, right. that moves into like location, you know, for us as a distributor, it doesn't matter as much where our location is right. um, you know, but, but at the same time it does matter because I'm probably not going to sell a local job to somebody that lives, you know, in Arkansas, you know, cause I'm in Colorado sure. and it doesn't probably sure. makes a lot of sense um, to do that. I mean, I'm not going to say no, but the shipping is probably going to be a lot more than it is if the guy can just come in and pick it up. So the location right. does matter when you're talking about local. Uh, the logistics do matter when you're talking about local compared to, you know, more of, um, you know, a, a distribution channel like an Amazon, like an Etsy, where it's just a website in an e-commerce type setting. Right. Um, and then the other thing that uh, is, is in the place kind of category is uh, service levels. And um, based on, so for us, service levels are going to be like, well, if you sell this much, your pricing is going to be here. If you sell this much, your pricing is going to be here. Uh, Again, that, um that's going to mix into this whole 5p's and um and really determine some of the other things M- remember how I said it was a spider web so yeah. you know if you have certain obviously price is going to influence this and like where and how much are you going to discount if they do get to the next level and 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 things like that and then the last one Josiah is market coverage do you want to talk a little bit about that yeah so market coverage
1: also might help you determine like what what is your desired market market coverage are you are you good mm-hmm. with just the local market coverage are you trying to just kind of stake a claim and kind of be there and and accrue you know market coverage locally in your town are you mm-hmm. wanting coverage widespread which of course would then mean you're going to probably want to do an Etsy or an Amazon or Walmart or something like that to help get your coverage your product coverage out there to as many people yeah. as possible so that would Probably inform that 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 will also inform inform your location and the distribution channels that you're wanting yeah. to 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 utilize.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're talking market market coverage or market share, you know, sure. um, when you are selling on these other distribution channels like an Amazon or a Walmart or an Etsy, they have huge market coverage. And so you're yeah. gonna pay for that. So that's kind of the trade-off. You actually have to pay Amazon uh, a referral fee for every sale because they have the market coverage. They're bringing the eyes to you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So if you want to take, you know, the time to actually do that, and it's probably a lot easier in your local communities than it is online. Although if, you know, that's... That's not always the case. You you can hit lightning in a bottle, and uh, yeah. you may be really good at marketing. Uh, you know, with Google and SEO and all that stuff. Um, but those are the things that you know. That's the trade off. You're going to either pay for that market share, um, you know, coverage, or you're going to have to create it somehow yourself. And so again, that's part of that uh, decision you have to make in the place. Pee. Yeah. Yep. When when you when you pee in the place? No. When you when the in the place p well, p uh, in the p in the place in the designated p place
1: you know what I'm saying like <laughs> yeah i do' so just, just arbitrarily pee in the place there's a place for you to pee in the p place uh moving on to the we, fifth p yeah, no we've gone too far so we we're have. gonna wrap this thing up we're gonna rein it in a little bit uh, as we uh, approach an hour or sh- close to an hour on this episode so we're going to talk about the last p which mm-hmm. is people uh and talking specifically about you or if you have a a production team or employees Mm -hmm. so uh service provided what what service are you providing is it is it t-shirts custom t-shirts is it t-shirts, custom on demand services graphics graphic design you know maybe you also provide a marketing service where you're kind of helping whatever that might look like in in the space that you're in uh what's the service you're providing and then of course your attitude attitude goes a long Mm -hmm. way um yep so, so, I mean, these all kind of kind of tie together. I think I think what we could do is just say, you know, it's it's attitude, customer service, appearance, and employee portrayal, and we can kind of speak on all of that because it's all it's very close, yeah. closely tied yeah. together. So, so Javis, you know, um, the importance of attitude, customer service, appearance, mm-hmm. employee portrayal. Talk a little bit about that uh, as we kind of
0: uh, land the P plane. <laughs> Yeah that's good. Um <laughs> I th- I think uh yeah you like you said they all go together like appearance what What are you, when you're actually talking to people, you know, if you're not selling on Amazon, who cares? You can do that in your pajamas. But if you're actually talking to people, how are you going to look? How are your employees going to look? Are you going to require them to wear a certain thing, you know, if, if, if they're customer facing or whatever, and then how, in, in other words, how is that employee going to be portrayed by your end user? All of these things go to your brand, your overall brand that you are this, this This idea of who you are in the community, how all of that is, all of these things, they all kind of go towards that, which will then affect your price, your perceived value by your clients. So think about those things as well as you are kind of figuring, you know, figuring out this 5P uh, puzzle, if you will. Oh, there's a 6P puzzle. Nice. Mm. Puzzle
1: and, and plane with that's seven. Oh, the plane was seven. P plane, the P puzzle plane. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, we've, let's land it. Let's land this. We've P plane. solved all of it. Uh, <laughs> good lord. Uh, so yeah, as Travis said, uh, and, you know, we've talked about customer service a lot on the show mm-hmm. and the importance right. of it, um, and how it, it can seriously set you apart, um, because sometimes. Um, If you're not willing to price match uh, and you maybe can't hit that same price, but you provide phenomenal customer service and your employees and their portrayal, uh, how they come across and their attitude, all of that stuff. If it is top notch, people will stick with you and pay that extra dollar or two because they're getting something that they don't know if they'll get at the other place. They'll get a cheaper price, but they don't know if they'll be taken care of the same way. Exactly. So, um, it's very, very important. And as Travis said, uh, we're going to share the link to this little slide we have, uh, for the, the five P's of marketing, uh, the marketing mix. And so if you guys have any questions, you know, where to go, you know what to do. If you know, another P that we perhaps forgot, um, <laughs> you can let us know at printondemandcast.com slash Facebook uh, and join the conversation. We want to know, have you have you learned of this before? Do you have insight on some of these that maybe we missed or maybe we mm-hmm. didn't You know, talk about what you learned when you were learning the five Ps? Please contribute to the conversation. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of posts in there lately where, where group members are kind of just helping each other out and Travis and I aren't necessarily even really providing any information but you guys are helping each other which is the whole goal of of that facebook group so um we encourage you guys to be active Uh, and we also encourage you to be like our dear friend tim helm who is undoubtedly listening and leave us a five-star review on itunes if you happen to be listening on the podcast Mm -hmm. app on itunes if you're not listening on the podcast app it's okay because wherever podcasts are, the PODcast is there for you as well. Also, if social media isn't your bag, if it's not your thing, you don't enjoy it, totally understand, and I do not blame you. So (laughs) you can also email us, info at printondemandcast.com. And Travis and I would love to hear from you there as well. Travis, anything else before we uh, wrap this thing up? I don't think so. Thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate y'all. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, We're excited to be back with you again next week. But until then, for Travis, I'm Josiah, and we'll see you next time right here on the Print On Demand cast.
0: See ya. Hey babe, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Print On Demand cast. We hope you enjoyed the Totally Tubular show.
1: If you got a question or a suggestion for the show, send Travis and Josiah an email at info at printondemandcast.com. Wanna be wicked nice? Take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. And don't forget to subscribe now
0: so you don't miss next week's episode. See you next time for sure. <laughs> In a world where businesses everywhere are trying to make print-on-demand sales, one podcast goes above and beyond every week to bring the most POD-specific information there is. All to help save the day, every day. Don't succumb to the enemies of your print-on-demand business. Sign up today for the print-on-demand cast VIP email at printondemandcast.com slash VIP. This time, it's for real.